0: Hello, and welcome to episode 154 of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. First, a warm welcome to Angie, Gretchen B., Emma R., Troy H., Tanya B., and Christy W. Wow, you are all the newest members of The Modern Manager community, and I am so glad that you have joined me. If you aren't yet a member, head on over to themodernmanager.com slash join to learn more and check out what it's all about. Now, today's episode is about managing managers. I was a guest at fellow podcaster Dave Stachowiak's leadership group, and I got a question about managing managers and what is different about this role from managing individual contributors. So I wanna say thank you to the person who raised that question because it inspired me to do this episode. So if you have ideas for topics that I haven't yet covered, please let me know. You can send me an email or message me on social media and you can find all those in the show notes. But I always want to make sure that the topics I'm covering and the guests that I have are relevant to you. So all ideas are welcome. Now, the reality is that many aspects of managing managers is the same or really similar to managing individual contributors. Things like providing the appropriate level of autonomy, fostering their professional growth, supporting them, and providing guidance, and helping to remove roadblocks. All of those things are more or less the same, but there are a few things that are worth noting in terms of how they're really different. So this episode is going to focus on that 20% or so, and if you're not yet a manager of managers, don't disappear, don't turn this episode off, because this may help you think about how your boss manages you and how you can prepare or evolve your management approach over time for when you are in a position in the future. So let's get to it. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Mamie Canfer stewart the most important role you have as a manager of managers is to cultivate those managers to be great managers themselves. We know that managers play an outsized role in whether someone is engaged at work. You may be familiar with the saying, people don't leave their job, they leave their manager. So your ability to foster a strong division or work group or a functional area or organization is based on your ability to cultivate the managers who work directly with the people down the chain. As you get farther from the front lines of an organization, your reach becomes much more indirect. You need your direct reports to uphold the values and culture that you're committed to because they become extensions of you. How they behave, what they encourage or tolerate will be seen as a reflection of what you value, what you think is appropriate. And in some ways, your managers are like your eyes, ears, and hands. They are the bridge of information and it flows both ways. They have to bubble things up to you and transfer things down to their team. And of course, while your ability to lead and do your job depends greatly on the information flow, it also depends on your manager's ability to hire great people, to develop and support them to grow and succeed, and to foster a healthy culture in which people flourish and perform their best. And we sometimes forget about that second part and get overly focused on the former. Of course, there is work to be done and we need really good information flow and good decision-making and productivity. But all of those things depend on a manager's people management skills. Hence, your number one role is to support your managers to be great managers. So this is what it looks like in action. But first, I wanna clarify how I'm referring to different roles because we could get really confused in the language. When I am talking about your direct reports, the managers that you're managing, I'm going to call them your managers. When I am talking about their direct reports, the direct reports of your managers, the people two levels down from you, I'll call them either individual contributors or direct reports or your manager's team. And when I'm referring to your role, I'll call it a senior manager. As a senior manager, you have likely moved from a true hybrid role that is a mix of managing individual contributors and doing some of the work yourself to a role that is predominantly about managing people. You are now focused on the managers who are doing and overseeing the work, making you at least one step removed. And this change is important because it affects the work you do every day. Senior managers tend to spend more time working on strategy, culture, and the thinking work instead of the doing work, which often means that we spend more time in meetings. And this can be hard if you love talking with clients or writing marketing copy or building financial models. Because as a senior manager, you're probably not going to be doing nearly as much of that as you used to. And emotionally, this can be hard for people. This is especially true for entrepreneurs who start their business because they are passionate and skilled at something. I see this all the time with my clients. One of them was really struggling because she had grown her business successfully, but still wanted to work with clients, even though she'd built an entire team to do that. So instead of focusing all her time on running the business and letting the team do their client work, she was working ridiculous hours trying to do both. And of course, it was coming from a place of love. She loved the work and she was good at it, but it wasn't sustainable. She needed to get into the mindset to say that she was now a senior manager. And I say this because you may find yourself missing some of the work that you used to get to do, where you used to get your hands dirty. And for some people, it can lead them to micromanage because you want to be closer to the work than your role is really designed for. As a senior manager, you get to shape the big picture, to work on the strategy and goal setting, and of course, share your wisdom. But for many senior managers, it is time to step back from the work itself and accept that your work is no longer about doing. It may not even be to oversee the work since your managers are now doing the overseeing, but instead, to oversee how all the work is flowing together to accomplish the organization's goals. If this is something that you're struggling with, I suggest you think about the zone of genius. What is your highest, most important work that you can do in your role? What are the things that only you can do in your position as a senior manager? That is the best thing for you to focus on, where your talents and strengths align with the work that is unique to your role. And if there are areas that you need to develop or grow in or things that you need to delegate, take those steps to do that. But try not to go into the areas where you really have team members who should be doing that work. As my sister would say, you have gone from doing and deciding to coaching and catching. In essence, you are here to support and make sure that things don't go terribly wrong. And this can be a mindset change and it is important to see the distinction between your role as a senior manager and the role of a manager. So the way that I think about this is that there are three areas that are particularly different from a manager's role and a senior manager's role. And these are first, driving towards results, second, cultivating the manager's management capability, and third, clarifying guidelines. As a quick side note, I have included an infographic in the mini guide that shows where manager and senior manager roles are similar and where they're more different. And as I said at the opening, a lot of the overall approaches are the same, but these are a few areas that are different enough that they're important to understand how they change the way that you manage. So first, driving towards results. Of course, managers are driving towards results all the time. But now as a senior manager, you are looking from a different perch. You're seeing the big picture. You're not in the weeds of a project or the day-to-day activities you are looking for how all of these different initiatives are rolling up into the results the organization's aiming for. You have to think whole systems. You need to be paying attention to and thinking about how different aspects of the organization's work impact each other. And as you translate down into your individual teams and initiatives, you have to be super clear on establishing the vision and the goals. Just like a manager needs to describe what success looks like when delegating work, Senior managers need to describe and partner with their managers to define what a success look like and any constraints. You get to play the role of enhancing their thinking on strategies and approaches, but generally try to stay away from getting into the nitty gritty of tactics and work plans. Set goals and milestones and budgets, define decision-making authority and processes, but give your manager plenty of autonomy to flush out the details with their direct reports. Then when it comes to the ongoing management, your conversations or check-ins are about the higher level. How are things coming along? What roadblocks is the team facing? You're there as a sounding board, a mentor, an advisor. You're gathering enough information so that you can see how the various initiatives or work streams are flowing together and to help cross-pollinate ideas and information. You don't need to be worried about any particular small detail. The second area is cultivating the manager's management capability. In some ways, being a senior manager is similar to being an executive coach. You are now there to help the manager figure out how to motivate, grow, and support their people. Again, you get to play the role of a sounding board and advisor for how to navigate messy interpersonal conflict or help them figure out how to share important but sensitive news. To do this well, it helps if you can build your own relationships with their direct reports. But at the same time, be respectful of boundaries. You're their boss's boss, which comes with positional authority, and that needs to be protected and have the right boundaries. So you don't want to be their best friend, but you want to be known. Because knowing who they are will help you better coach your manager. So to get to know your manager's team, you can attend project kickoff meetings as the sponsor of that work. You can also have skip-level meetings as frequently as once a month or as occasionally as twice a year, depending on how many direct reports you'd need to meet with. These skip-level meetings are an opportunity for you to hear from the direct reports how they think their manager's doing and let them share any ideas or feedback that they have. It's also a chance for you to hear from them about their career aspirations. What opportunities are they looking for? And this way you can also help them grow in advance. Now, going back to your check-ins with managers, Your job, again, is to be their coach and mentor and advisor on dealing with their people. You wanna check in with them on how it's going with each of their direct reports. What are they doing to cultivate each person? If they've got someone who's struggling, help them problem solve with how to deal with the situation. If they're dealing with a conflict, help them develop a plan to address it while minimizing damage. For as much time as you spend thinking about the work that they're doing, spend equal amount of time thinking about the people that they're managing. Lastly, as a senior manager, you're in a position where you need to have clarity around guidelines. When do people need to come to you for decisions and when can they make those decisions on their own? What information do you need to know and when and in what format? Again, as a manager, there will be similar conversations, but as a senior manager, your level of responsibility goes way up. And the higher up you are, the more autonomy and responsibility your people expect and often deserve. So getting clear on these boundaries or guidelines can help ensure that you're brought in at the right moments. I was working with someone a few weeks ago who was transferring authority to one of her managers and she wanted to come up with a list of things that her managers needed to come to her for. Instead, we talked about coming up with guidelines and circumstances that warranted the manager coming to her. For example, anything on XYZ topic, which was highly sensitive to their customer base or any time where the manager was just unsure or not at least 80% confidence. We can't predict every situation or every decision that will need to be made, but we can create processes and guidelines so that our managers know when to loop us in and when they have the authority to go ahead without us. The last thing I'll mention is how important it is for you to role model. If you haven't invested in building culture, it is hard to expect your managers to do it. If you haven't spent time talking about the values that are important to you with your managers, it's unlikely that they've spent that time talking about values with their direct reports. If you haven't elevated the importance of living those values and upholding the norms or behaviors, it's hard to imagine that they've prioritized it with their team. These things can trickle down organically, but you can also have direct conversations and ask your managers, how are they approaching culture with their team? If they haven't yet articulated their team values, encourage them to do so and help them design what that process looks like. Talk with them about how their teams can live their values and how to hold the group accountable. Share what you're learning about how to be a great manager with them. And along these lines, be sure to role model good behaviors in front of the manager's direct reports. Show that you trust their manager, ask for their manager's advice, offer praise and appreciation. This reinforces for the manager how they should engage with their team, as well as reinforce that the manager is someone to be trusted and respected by the team, because you clearly trust and respect them. The mini-guide for today's episode is available at themodermanager.com slash mini It includes that infographic to help distinguish between a manager and a senior manager roles, and the full guide includes more on the unique aspects of managing managers. To get the full guide to today's episode, become a member of the Modern Manager community. Go to themodernmanager.com to join. And for $15 a month, you get episode guides and guest bonuses to help you implement the learnings from each episode. When you join, you also get access to the previous episode guides and guest bonuses. And if you work for a nonprofit or government agency, you get 20% off of any membership level. If you just want this episode guide, you can purchase it and any other individual guide at themodernmanager.com shop. As always, all the links are in the show notes and they can be in your inbox along with that free mini guide if you subscribe to my newsletter, which is at themodernmanager.com. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues, and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rockstar boss of a thriving team. I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player, And join the mailing list at MamieKS.com slash podcast. That's M-A-M-I-E-K-S dot com slash podcast to get show notes and other special content delivered directly to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.